0: So, Mark, Michael Mayer's your guy. I'm going to throw <laughs> it to you first here. Talk to me about your tight end one in this class.
1: Yeah, so I can put my bias out there so everyone knows where I'm coming from here. I am a Notre Dame fan. Uh, so, Michael Mayer, I've definitely watched more of live games-wise than any other prospects we'll talk about other than Isaiah Foskey. Um, so, he's definitely a guy I've seen a lot of. Um, And he's probably my favorite Notre Dame offensive prospect of my life. That's not an offensive lineman Uh, in terms of skill positions. Notre Dame, not often it's a a team that's churning out a lot of quarterbacks, running backs, receivers, tight ends into the draft. Well, I shouldn't say that. They churn out a lot of tight ends, but not as many that has been as good at the college level as Michael Mayer. And Michael Mayer is just absolutely rock solid. Six, four and a half, two forty nine, seven, five, eight relative athletic score. Pretty average tests all around. A lot of that uh, in terms of w- how high that RAS is, is due to his size. His size is definitely very plus. His speed isn't going to be a weapon, but it's not going to be an, is- an issue either, in, in my opinion. He uh, he actually put up an identical time to TJ Hawkinson, who still went top 10 a few years back. And is I don't know, probably a top seven tight end in the NFL. There's an argument out there that people think he could lose a little bit of the Notre Dame weight room pounds that he put on. It seems like Notre Dame kind of trains their tight ends to be offensive linemen in certain ways with the with the way that they are built. I mean, you can look at Tommy Tremble with the way that he's built as well. But Mayer is a former five-star prospect, three-year starter at Notre Dame, the elite pro- program when it comes to producing tight ends, especially tight ends that help in terms of blocking.
0: All right. Uh, so my tight end one. Uh, his number three for both dives and market is Darnell Washington, the tight end out of Georgia. Uh, Darnell Washington was a five-star prospect coming out of high school. He's got a basketball background, uh, which you hear a lot with tight ends. I don't know why, but it seems like all the good tight ends play basketball. Uh, he was the second-ranked athlete in his class and 23rd-ranked player overall. Uh, he is 6'7", 264 pounds. By the way, it's 93rd percentile height, 85th percentile Weight. He is 98th percentile wingspan, 98th percentile hand size. He ran a 4.6 40 yard dash, which is 79th percentile for tight ends. He ran a 4.08 shuttle, which is 97th percentile. That was the third best shuttle at the combine among all players, including defensive backs, wide receivers, you name it. Like, uber athletic. He's got a 9.85 relative athletic score. I would have sworn that it was going to be the 10.0, but we're actually going to get to the 10.0 later in the show. Now in 2020, in 2022, he only had 28 receptions for 454 yards, 16.2 yards per reception and two touchdowns. Uh, I I just love this guy. He is a first off the bus player. He's massive. We talked about it. Like he, he strikes fear in opposing defenses and he is a tremendous blocker. Like, He displaces defensive ends in in run blocking. Uh, He can get to the second level to linebackers. He moves across formations easily and like split zone flow. He's good in pass protection. Like, I legitimately think if tight end doesn't work out for Darnell Washington, that he could switch to offensive tackle. Dives, I'll let you lead us off on Dalton Kincaid. Tell us what you like about
2: him. Really fun prospect. Uh, Blends like receiver esque route running. Ability at six foot four, 240 pounds, has above average size, uh, impressive overall wingspan. But this is a guy, uh, as a receiver, gets open easily, stresses defensive backs downfield, elevates, extends for catches, uh, has amazing body control and authority. Uh, he's straight up awesome, man, as a receiver. And, uh, I think teams in the NFL will be able to kind of use him anywhere out wide in the slot as an end line tight end. Uh, I think he's going to be just like Darnell Washington, a massive weapon in the red zone, as well as a third down threat. Uh, this is a guy that can turn a five yard reception into a 15 to 20 yard gain with very little difficulty. He's got really good vision. He's elusive. He's slippery in the open field. He gives me some Travis Kelsey vibes as a receiver, but, you know, let's flip it. He, you cannot ignore his run blocking, which is a major question mark. Uh, At this given moment, Uh, he's just an average blocker, I think. Uh, He's not going to be a guy that you can rely on, at least from day one. Uh, He struggles to anchor. He's got a light build. He needs to add strength in the NFL. I've got a rounds one through two grade on Dalton Kincaid. Uh, The flashes and the upside of this guy are terrific though. Love this guy.
0: I think he was dives nine, but so we're going to talk Zach Koontz first, and then we'll circle back to, to mine and dives number four. So Mark, lead us off with your guy here. Do I have to put my glass? What am I missing?
1: <laughs> what am I missing with this Zach Koontz guy? Are we, are we, we're putting Darnell Washington as tight end one. Zach Koontz had more production in one year than Darnell Washington had, and he graded out better. I'm not, I'm obviously not saying you should go above Darnell Washington, by the way. If,
0: four- if, <laughs> if you're listening at home right now, or on your phone, go to mockdraftable.com and pull up Zach Kuntz's spider chart. It's literally just a shaded circle. Like, everything is like 98th percentile or better. It's insane. It's, it's, it's the greatest combine performance of all
1: time. There's been other 10.0s, but you go and look at it. It's the greatest combine performance of all time. 6'7", 255. I think he's like, like a little over 6'7", actually. Like, it's like... 6'7 and some, and then you put on some spikes, he's up to like 6'8. 10.00 relative athletic score, elite size, huge hands, long arms, elite bench, elite broad, elite vertical, (laughs) Like, which he's a former uh, high jumps and hurdles state champion. So that makes a a lot of sense that he was able to dominate that part of the combine. And Then he ran a 4.55. Like, this shouldn't be (laughs) legal. Like, they should outlaw, they should study this guy, like, for science. It, It is unbelievable that he's able to move the way he moves at his size um, it's even more it's even more exceptional that his 10 and 20 yard splits in his shuttle and his three cone times were even more elite than the 40 at 455 five at his size like he's an absolute unicorn um to me he's the the, the Tariq woolen of this year's draft to me which feels weird because it's a tight end instead of a corner you could also compare him to jelani woods he had a similar rise up the board last year as a you know, a trendy relative athletic score darling. Um, But even if Coots is a raw project, he checks every box physically and athletically. He he only played five games in his last year at Old Dominion and only caught 12 of his 28 targets. But in 2021, he showed tremendous upside as a receiver.
0: Well, let's go to your number four, then dives. He's also my number four. He's number six uh, for Mark. It is Luke Musgrave, the tight end out of Oregon State. I'll let you lead us off on him.
2: Oh, man, just a guy who plays a very physical brand of football. Uh, a knee injury kept him off the field for most of 2022. Um, you know, if he played a healthy 2022, he'd probably be a top 50 pick. Uh, a phenomenal athlete, 4'5", 140-yard dash. Uh, a Feldman freak, 36 and half inch vertical, explosive and flexible. As a route runner, a speed threat against defensive backs in space. Uh, extremely natural contortionist with the ball in the air. Uh, we'll snatch it in the air as well. Got really good hands. I think he's going to be a really good receiving tight end in the NFL. Uh, he's also versatile. He should be the kind of the, the type of tight end that you can play in the slot, play in line and feel really good about it. Uh, let's get to the concerns. Uh, you've got the, you've got COVID, you've got the injury and you've got the inconsistency of Oregon state's offense just in the last few years. Um, His lack of snaps and experience are definitely a little more than a little concerning. His best season as a receiver was just 304 yards, uh, which was the only season he played more than 350 snaps. He needs to work uh, and improve as a blocker. He tends to get too high in his blocks, uh, and he can get uh, overpowered really quickly. I've I've still got a round two grade on this guy, uh, but uh, just add this guy to a long list of amazing tight ends that project uh, with incredible upside in the NFL. I love Luke Musgrave.
0: We're going to jump into our number five guys. Now Uh, for me, it is Tucker craft for Mark and dives. It is Sam Laporta. So let's start with Tucker craft tight end out of South Dakota state Uh, He entered the 2022 season with a lot of hype after a 65-reception, 780-yard, six-touchdown campaign in 2021. Uh, However, unfortunately, he suffered an ankle injury that caused him to miss five games. So he doesn't have the best stats for 2022. He ended up with 27 receptions, 348 yards, and three touchdowns in the nine games that he played. Uh, He is 6'5", 254 pounds. He's about 22 and a half years old. Uh, and he ran a four six nine forty overall. Had a nine point five eight relative athletic score. When you watch Tucker Craft, I think uh, he, he's a better blocker in space than he is in line. He, he's really good at targeting guys out on the move in space. But that's not to say he's a bad blocker in line. He's just better if you can get him out on the move. Uh, he's got great size and mass and. He's a really good athlete for his size. I mean, I mentioned the relative athletic score, 9.58. It's really good. And uh, he does a really good job with body control at the catch point. He's really good at contorting his body around, using his body to block guys out uh, at, at the catch point. However, he's not a very good route runner. He's very underdeveloped in that area. He's got some drop tendencies. He's not necessarily the most natural pass catcher either. And so when I watch him, I just see a guy that's very raw as a player. Well, let's go to the guy who is number five on your list. He's number five on dives list. Number six on mine. It is Sam Laporta, tight end out of Iowa dives. I'll let you lead us off here for this one.
2: All right. Uh, This is a dude who ran the third fastest time of any tight end at the combine. Four, five, nine seconds. Uh, I think this guy is going to be just a terrific middle of the field producer in the NFL uh, from day one. Dangerous threat as a receiver. Um, you look at this guy. He had a record setting, some record setting production in an offense that was not really good uh, in the past game last year. Uh, despite all of that, he ranked third among all tight ends in yards after the catch in 2022. He led all tight ends in broken tackles with 20 and that number ranks fifth among all tight ends over the, the last decade. This guy is a really good route runner. He does a great job breaking uh, with suddenness I think. You look at Uh, Laporta and like his how he did as a receiver 37.5% of Laporta's receptions last year were contested that's only three tight ends had a lower rate than that uh, which is a really which is a really strong testament just how uh, good he is uh, with his separation ability Uh, blocking wise I think he fits in uh, that average above average range uh, compared to his peers uh, at this position Uh, bigger defenders can absolutely overpower him rather easily. But Sam LaPorta, I think, has considerable upside. And I've got a day two uh, grade on this dude.
0: Let's keep it rolling here. Uh, The only person who we don't have the number seven for is Dives. So Dives, why don't you tell us about your number seven?
2: Josh Wiley out of Cincinnati. Uh, uh, Arguably the tight end that helped himself the most during senior bowl week. Uh, for what it's worth, <laughs> he was voted tight end practice player of the week uh among his peers. That's how dominant he was at the senior bowl. Uh, six foot six, uh, 260 pounds, could really move. Uh, one of the knocks on this guy coming into the senior bowl was his inability to to be a sufficient blocker at the next level. Dude, like he added weight at the senior bowl and he took care of business, man. He passed with flying colors as a blocker. Uh was a lead in that area he made Andre Carter look silly on several occasions which let's be honest a a lot of a lot of defensive a lot of offensive linemen also made him look silly but um, I think Wiley checks off a lot of boxes as a future tight end too in the NFL he can do a little bit of everything you can line him up in line you can go up and play above the rim in the red zone you can use him in running situations uh, this has w- been one of the biggest risers of the draft process uh and I, I view josh wiley as a legitimate depth piece uh with some sneaky upside at the next level i've got a rounds three through four grade on josh wiley
0: let's hop into our number eights uh i'll go first i'll give you a chance to catch your breath i have luke shoemaker from Ooh. michigan as my tight end eight uh, he was a three-star recruit coming out of high school. He played quarterback, tight end, wide receiver, and cornerback in high school. So, man of many talents. He is 6'5", 251 pounds. Uh, he has third percentile hands, which is kind of crazy. It's like 66 percentile height, third percentile hands. So, small hands, but uh, and he's an older prospect at over about 24 and a half. Uh, he ran a 46340 he's got a 9.76 relative athletic <laughs> score so i when i get when i get to day 3 i'm just looking for athletic guys um in 2022 he had 35 receptions for 418 yards and three touchdowns uh, he's a very good blocker he's got really good hand placement and grip strength that allows him to seal the edges against linebackers or defensive ends uh when he's running routes, like he fights through contact. He fights through the trash at the line of scrimmage on his releases, and he can has the speed to threaten the seam vertically. And I think he really excels at finding soft spots in zone coverage. All right. Well, let's get to your number eight. It is Payne Durham. Talk to me about him.
2: Payne Durham, man. It's uh, a great
0: first name for a tight end.
2: Not a lot of people know about Payne Durham, but just like Josh Wiley is a guy that really dominated at the Senior Bowl, had some like incredibly, incredible highlight reel catches. If the Senior Bowl was as popular as the NFL scouting combine, uh, you know, with Darnell Washington making one-handed grabs, people would be talking about Payne Durham because the dude was making crazy contested catches. Uh, He's consistent, very savvy uh, in his route running. Uh, I thought this is, again, one of the biggest high risers of the draft. Uh, you look at this guy he can block he can line up as full uh, as a fullback he can uh, be a solid receiving threat he does not have elite athleticism he ran a 487 40 yard dash at the combine but that didn't surprise anybody he's never he was never going to be some hybrid tight end wide receiver guy at the next level uh this is a he's more muscle than flash uh, he dominates in short route scenarios he's quick off the line of scrimmage though uh, this is a guy that can outmuscle defenders on tight window throws. Um, I think he's going to have to start his career as like being a reliable edge blocker in the NFL. Uh, but I think he can definitely grow into being like a third and short, uh, third down target, red zone target uh, at the next level. If you're looking for an underrated tight end two prospect on day three, I think Payne Durham's your guy, man. Uh, this is definitely one to watch out for.